Hello, Sports and Spaghetti listeners. This episode has been brought to you by Underground's Record Cafe. Go get some breakfast or lunch and some records only at Underground's Record Cafe, 206 Main Street, Oakville, Connecticut. And find them on Instagram at Underground's Record Cafe. Now, on to the episode. The thing, the thing wasn't working. We're all cooped up. We're all cooped up literally. here. We're cooped up. We're out of sorts. Oh, we're on karaoke. Hold on. Uh-oh. Professional. Now we're back to pro. You can tell the difference, Oh, no, it's too. a big difference. Now, 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 now. <laughs> this is what the inside of my mind sounds like <laughs> at all times. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, we're fresh off of... Uh, of a fun little weekend there. We're fresh off of, I think, the best performance we've You're ever buzzing. given. We're all buzzing again. Because all our wires are crossed again. We did an episode last week without buzzing. There we go. Anyway, we're coming off of a big weekend there. Coming off of a strong weekend. Coming off of our best performance. Not only, I think, sports and spaghetti-wise, but as Chris and Ant. Yeah. You don't have to sound like you're calling a game anymore. <laughs> I was trying to go off. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I kind of enjoy this um, because it's it's the more candid version of us. Oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to throw this mixer. I'm going to throw it. My dad said, get better equipment. We're working on it, Jack. We're working on it. Get better equipment. Anyway, make it to me. I'm gonna cry. Okay, I'll I'll try to. I'm gonna cry. Now it sounds okay. Okay, I just won't move at all. <laughs> I like being more informal on here, and then turning it on, and and being formal on the game. I yeah, I can't believe how quick we turned it on too. Well, it it, it really is like a natural progression, and and a few people were asking me after they heard the call, they were like. You sound really different on the podcast, um, and I was like, "Well, yeah, because I'm in my daughter's playroom on the podcast. I don't have, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have, you know, eyes on me, ears on us, ears yeah. on us. I'm not watching the game. Like I'm delivering." The only way that these people are going to hear the game, unless they're watching the live stream. There's not the, yeah, we don't have the Grim Reaper sitting next to us, and that's that's the AD who is great, can't say enough great right. things about Lori, her. But shout out to Lori. Let's say we put on a bad show, she's coming in and she's nixing that whole thing. So, Right. And again, it yeah, we're delivering a product. I mean, we're delivering a product here, but... <laughs> this, is a product, this is a product y'all ordered. Right, you decided to click on this. If you need to hear the game because you're you're somebody in your family's playing and the only way to get it is on the radio feed, then you have to deal with us. And so it's a difference. It's it's fun. Uh and we'll be back for homecoming this weekend. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I can't wait. For that. I have the whole day off, so we can actually spend if you if you want. Yeah, we we'll can see spend if I have the whole day. A little off. little time together. We don't. Yeah. We don't know Pre, if I have pre-game. the day off. Yeah, we don't know who has the day off in my family. <laughs> if you know, if Mouse over there's got to work, then <laughs> then that's done. Well, I mean, as long as it's here, I'll I'll just come here. Because right. Mouse number two is working too. Oh, 
So I, it's I either prep by myself or I prep with you. That's so. it. Well, we have an absolute treat for you today, and that's not the food part, but uh, we'll we'll get to the uh, the real treat at the end. You have to stay for the treat. Um, yeah, we're talking to pro athletes. How about that? Who would have yeah. thought? Who would have yeah. thought this little old this little old podcast? I know. And shout out to this podcast. It's now 30 episodes old. Took me, took me a while on that one, Chris. That's right. There's a little bit of dead air. 30 episodes uh, in 31 weeks. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is. I feel like hitting 30 says something because, like, when, if people see something in the 20s, they're like, okay. But when they see something in the 30s, they're like, huh. Oh, wow. They've, been, they, they have, they've had to sit through this 30 times. 30 times. 31, to be fair. But no, no this, is, this is not 30. No, this is episode 30. Oh, but so we started with episode zero. So That's last true. week, yeah. So it's technically 31 times we've sat through this. Yeah. And I mean, today especially, which today we're recording this Monday, October 2nd. I was I, waiting. I do want to give a shout out. Happy birthday to my mouse, Jules. Happy birthday, Jules. Um, I apologize that I'm spending it with my husband tonight. <laughs> but she, it, right. it's okay. Hey, I might I've... spend my mouse's birthday at the haunt over at the, <laughs> at the church. So I, I made sure I made sure I got permission. So I do want to thank my mouse and, and all that. And right. happy birthday. And I love you very much. Well. We made a sacrifice today, right? Because tomorrow, when we normally would have recorded, you would be, uh, you're going to be out. Yes. Yeah, we're doing our dinner tomorrow. What are you, what are you guys doing? What going, are you guys having for dinner? I'm going to Aldo in Middlebury. Tell me more. It's an Italian restaurant. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I've only ever eaten there once. My dad likes it. My sister likes it. I had, um, the one time I went there, I think I had chicken milanese, and it was all right. It was all right. Would you say that the chicken milanese is a bit of a comfort food? style mm, not chicken milanese specifically no. but i mean there's like i could rattle off some comfort foods oh i could rattle off some and i think mine are going to be better than yours i i you might be right because mine are they're for me okay and ladies and gentlemen we've reached our talking point today today's episode is the comfort food draft yes we did not cook this week because of birthdays and other things and we are bringing back a favorite, which is the draft, and we are doing comfort foods. It's getting to, well, it is fall. It didn't feel like it today, and it's not going to the next few days. Yes, we got 80 degrees. You're probably going to listen to this on Wednesday morning. It's going to be 75. You've got yeah. the windows down. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, comfort food. I've been making a lot of comfort food the past two weeks now since really fall got underway. Uh, I love cooking comfort food. It's funny because... I like cooking it, but it doesn't necessarily mean I like eating it. As we found out That's last hot. week. Oh, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the autumn squash soup, which will not be on my list today. So you can take that all you want. I don't think it's going to be on my <laughs> list either. Um, that's the case in point that there's a few others. I'm not going to say them in case we pick them. I'll say it if uh, while we're playing the doing the draft, if that comes up. Uh, but. Yeah, comfort food draft. All right, let's uh, for to ring in October. Let's ask the uh, the old Siri. Yep, yep. yep. Here we heads go. Heads or tails? Need Chris. The coin flip. Heads or tails? Tails. 
So I have the oh, first pick. Oh, no. This is going to change a lot of things. This is bad. I don't think it will because my comfort food is is odd. It oh, is. I know okay. exactly what it is. I knew this was going to be my first pick. Um, and oh, this <laughs> I I spent time. I was at my uh, I was at my parents' house this evening with Sabrina, and uh, and and my mom and I were literally game planning for this. So oh, I got I have we to go pred- against I have to go against Chris and Tish. Yes, it's gonna be great. And we had and and I predicted what you're gonna pick too. Really? So okay. we'll see if any of them come true. Okay, so my first <laughs> my first overall pick. This is a shout out to my grandmother, um, who this is actually her. Well, this would be her birthday episode. She turned seventy eight, so we'll give a happy birthday to Nan as well too. You guys are going to hear from her, hopefully sooner than later, which is going to be a fun episode. But she's a little microphone shy, so we gotta we gotta work on that. Just tell her to to to, to give it a good caress. <laughs> give it a good shot. You just gotta kiss it. She kiss keeps, the mic. She keeps going. What do you, What do you want me to say? What do I have to say? I said just embarrass. Just say me. that. Just embarrass me. But. Say, what do you want me to say? That's funny. Okay, so right, number one pick overall goes number to one, Anthony Anthony Uncle Doctor. This is when I'm sad, or when I'm sick, or when I'm homesick, yeah, or something. It. It's pastina with milk and no! butter. No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. No, you can't pick pastine. <laughs> That's number one. No, 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 no. Pastina with milk. What she are makes you it doing? with milk and butter, and no, it's just so butter. good. She makes it with milk. Oh, no. That a, was one of mine. It's more of a soup. That was my fourth pick. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's number. That's the most. That's comfort for me. I right told there. her you were going to pick that. <laughs> I told her you were going to pick that. That's, I knew you were going to pick that. It's comfort. That's I said right to her face and eyes sitting there on the couch. I said, he's going to pick Pastina. But specifically how she makes it. With, with like butter. I said, with milk, with butter, milk and butter. then lots of black pepper. Oh my God! It's that's comfort. What that's home. I agree with you. That's oh, yeah. just a travesty that I didn't get to pick it. I had a perfect five. <laughs> that put a big dent in a it. A big dent. All right. Well, you didn't pick the best all-time comfort food. Um, and being that I was with my mom uh, earlier this evening, and Sabrina got to eat this, and she gets to eat it. Every single time she's at my parents' house, she's the luckiest little girl on planet Earth because this is something that my mom would have probably made more if I liked it when I was a kid uh, as much as I do now. It's not healthy. It's sinful. and It's sinful. It's my mom's homemade mac and cheese. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Homemade mac and cheese is just on a different level. Now, there's... Does she bake it? Is it also baked? Yes, oh. and it's got the it's got the crunchies on, on top. the top. It's got it's crunchy on top. So I don't. It's the breadcrumbs. So I don't want to. I don't want to throw in any any wrinkles to her her great recipe. No, you don't. Talk about you, no, you won't. Instead of using breadcrumbs, crush up cheese. It's put it on the top. See, that was some. That's something I would try. Like yeah. I would try that. That sounds really good. Get that extra little layer, so you still get that it. crunch with that. She, uh, I mean, she wouldn't be opposed to trying to it. Maybe it. you can't beat her mac and cheese. Uh, I know everybody's got a homemade mac and cheese that they think is the best. My mom's is got. I've never had one that had anything on hers. It's exactly what you want every time. Now, number one for me, uh, TT's mac and cheese. I'm gonna have to try it. Yes. So, so next time it's made, bring me some. I know oh, it's, not it's always be. made. <laughs> 
It's always she had Sabrina had it tonight the, for dinner. The best homemade mac and cheese to this day I've ever had. I'm sorry, mom. It is Demersky's mother, Regina. Shout out Regina. Oh, she yeah. made it for me for my wedding. That's how much I like it. It is the it is the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life. I don't know how she does it. Was it I don't at know. the wedding? No, no. She gave it to me specifically. I think it was she it was dropped your it wedding off. Present. It was my no. It really was. She That's got me. Amazing. She got me a card, and then she made me. She made me mac and cheese for it. Regina is some chef. Oh, yeah. But but yeah. like I said, I've never had one like my mom's. I'm gonna have you try hers, uh, her mac and cheese. That's my number one for sure. And in the same way, the pastina is your number one. Mac and cheese gotta go number one for me. And the good news now is that I get number two. Um. And I got mac and cheese, which which I needed. I needed that <laughs> way more than pastina. And I also needed number two more. And number two, I love you, Mom. But this time I'm going to talk about Grammy. Okay? And my mom knows where I'm going because we made this list. Uh, and and, and she, all, she said a few things that I was like, that's a comfort food, but I don't eat it. So I can't do that. This one might be my favorite comfort food of all time. I'm that the mac and cheese is the best, but my personal favorite comfort food ever is my Grammy's beef stew. The beef stew is apps and the, the the worst thing about it, I rue this day because Grammy's not here to make it. Because I've tried to make it a few times, two, three, four times, and it's and it's beef stew, right? I make beef stew but it's, it's not exactly like hers, and hers came out the same way every time, Aunt, that my phone fell. The same way every time, and and mine is too thick sometimes. It doesn't have the right flavor. I put too much Italian seasoning in it. Whatever it may be, it's good, but it's not Grammys. Beef stew's number two for me. So I have mac and cheese and beef stew. You're on your second pick now. You have pastina with milk and butter. Uh, so this is, I mean, this is just going to end up turning into an aunt's grandmother episode. This is going to be a nanny episode because I just keep a lot thinking. Of these foods are comforty though. I keep thinking, and and we'll get into it after. But you know, you'll go there eventually. I hope we get to do the episode from her house because yeah, that'd be really cool. It's just yeah. But there's there's something about it. Her house. I, I grew up in it. My dad grew up in it. She grew up in it. Her father built it with his hands. That's so, so special. There's just something about it where it's like I made Chris taste the water and it just tastes different. Like it's just oh, better. Oh, you want to talk <laughs> about the best comfort food? Number one is the water from that tap. It's just tap water, but it tastes good. So. No, it tastes like <laughs> it's unbelievable. It tastes like it was filtered through the through the uh, through the Adirondack Mountains. I, I don't know through what it is. all of the stone and then into <laughs> the bottle. That's what I'm saying. It is exquisite. It's so good water. It's really good. Um, my mother would love it because my mom likes good water. Yeah, yeah. She would love that water. It's perfect. It's pure. <laughs> so, this next one is the water. <laughs> no, it's not the water. <laughs> um. Oh my god! I just lost my train of thought. It's number two for Aunt. Oh, okay. Um, she makes it. She she only makes it for me because I'm me and my dad because I'm the only one that likes it, and it's tough to make for and her. You're special. And I'm yeah, special, of course. It's tough to make for her, and uh, this is always an after holiday thing for me Ooh. with leftovers, and she makes me ham and dumplings. Oh wow! I I would I don't even know <laughs> what that is. So it's you know regular like Bisquick batter and you just make the dumplings and should we use the leftover ham and uh potatoes 
and it's kind of like a thick stew. And that it's, sounds good. It's so good. And I had the dumpling for the first time two weeks ago. It's not the, lying. To it's you. the post. Um, it's like the post Christmas, um, meal because we have all that leftover ham and stuff like that. And um, this year I've been off a ham kick. You know why? Maybe you don't know why. We spent Christmas Eve in the ER with her, or Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Day in the ER. Right, and I was I eating do know ham, that. and I was eating ham, so I have not eaten like, like shaved like ham. I have Fair. not eaten any ham in in almost a full calendar year. I took a break from ham, <laughs> um, so I haven't had this. In a, a break. I haven't had this in a very long time, but uh, <laughs> I took a break. but this year we're all in good health, um, so we're gonna have a good time. Good Christmas yes. is gonna be good again, and, yes. and she's making me ham and dumplings. Good. So ham and dumplings Good. is we're my not, number two. No, we're not passing out at, no. at Christmas this year. No, not this, not this year. No, not this year. That was that was for 2022. <laughs> we're leaving Leave that, that in 2022. 2022. Um, I remember the text. That was not fun. No, no and this wasn't. buzzing's not fun either, Anthony. You move. That's all. I think it's me. I think it is me. You're the problem. It's I you. am the problem. It's me. Um, all right, and now you get number three as well. So your first two are pastina with uh, milk and butter and. Ham and dumplings, and now you have your third pick. All right. Comfort food. I did not have ham and dumplings on my bingo card. <laughs> Comfort food number three for me. Um, I don't know if I want to do it here. <laughs> you better because I've got two back to back. I don't know. So I don't know if it's going to be. I don't know because I'm just thinking like what's good for me. And I'm going to stick with another soup. My dad makes this one. It is his version. It's a copycat. You guys will most definitely hear an episode soon because we're going to do it. Um, it is an Olive Garden uh, copycat. It's the chicken gnocchi soup. It is, I think it's my favorite soup of all time. Honestly, it's up there. It's up there because you'd think with me, it's minestrone. I'm not a minestrone guy. I like minestrone. I'm not a minestrone guy. I didn't used to. But um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go my dad's. Uh, his Olive Garden copycat recipe for the chicken gnocchi soup. It's got to be better than anything coming out of Olive Garden. Oh, it's it's so much better. It has to be because Olive Garden is not known for having the best food ever. No, <laughs> no. Okay, no, now, it's you're not, not. going to hear me ever talk well nicely about Olive Garden in this pod. I'm just not. It's not real Italian food. They're impersonating <laughs> Italian food. Well, it's an impersonation. What's crazy to me is we're blessed, right? So we've we've seen we have listeners from all over the place. I mean. We have some listeners recently, um, you know, some Southern stuff like some, you know, some guys in Nashville, um, which shout out, you know, we're big fans of Bustin' with the Boys. Maybe it's them. That'd be really cool. Hit us up if you guys want to work with us because we have some great ideas we think you'll like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hit us up. Of segments, good segments. Yeah, hit us up. Hit us up. You know, that'd be cool if you guys were the listeners in Nashville. But yeah. nonetheless, we have people from all over the place. And it's crazy to me that, like, Olive Garden is, like, if you live in the Midwest, like, Olive Garden is, like, the only Italian spot. That's oh, too bad because there's so <laughs> many here. And, yeah. and we're not even in the city. No, no. And there's Italian places left and right. I mean, you t just named one before that you're going to tomorrow. I've never heard of. Yeah. And I've heard of ones that are in the state. And there's ones in, like, Cape Cod that are good. And there's one. The whole Northeast has great Italian. Yep. Yeah. We're very lucky. Yeah, you we are, are you are true. We are. Maybe the bussing people in Nashville ought to come down to the to the to the playroom and do an episode. We'll take them out for some Italian. We'll make them some Italian. We'll make them something. Let's do it. Let's do it. Imagine having the guys <laughs> sitting the here with us. In the playroom. That'd be fun. That'd that be would... fun. It'd be a vibe. And then Sabrina just walks in. They're like, what are we doing? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, nice, nice uh, top three. Um, luckily, you didn't pick anything else besides the pastines. Okay. Number three for me is, again, a Grammy recipe. I've made it every year since she passed away to honor her. Uh, she's the best at it, in my opinion. It's her vegetarian chili. The vegetarian chili is second to none. Honestly, that could... Every time she made the stew, I said, that's what you make best. Every time she made the pasta and meat sauce, I say, that's what you made best. Every time she makes the, the chili, that's what you make best. Those were like the three things. Those are her like holy trinity of foods that nobody could even touch in terms of as good as. And I, and I still believe that. Uh, but her vegetarian chili, uh, I'm not a big meat chili guy at all because I grew up on her chili so that's how it should taste to me it's got the be it's got two kinds of beans the kidney the cannellines um it's got uh carrots celery onion garlic it's got jalapenos it's got all the veggies the corn at the end the corn is a, that's a touch that's a touch it's a touch and you know what the corn helps it move along a little <laughs> bit better uh but uh i'm telling you right now Number three uh, for me is that. Number four is pastina, but I don't get to pick that. Um, so I'm so I'm going to cause a controversy here with number four. Are you now? I thought this was a comfort food. This is your. This is dirty tricks. Okay. Mine's not a, my next one's not a comfort food either. This it's is my comfort. This is this is a dirty trick I'm about to pull. Okay. But it is regarded by a lot of Americans as the number one comfort food of all time. Is it that buzz in the background? I don't know. But my number four is pizza. Okay, so it's close. It's along the same lines, but it's, that's not It's mine. homemade pizza. I'm pulling this headset out. I'm pulling them out. My nut. Does it stop buzzing? Yeah. Okay, then whatever. My number four is homemade pizza. My mom's homemade pizza is comfort to me because it was my childhood. It was, it, it's not, and I love my mother and I love her pizza. It's not even like going to knock your socks off. It's, she doesn't do anything crazy is what I'm saying. She doesn't put honey on it like I do. She doesn't put crazy toppings. She doesn't even put a bougie sauce on it. She uses the, she uses the ragu pizza quick. Oh, you can't, you can't out her like that. She makes her own sauce, right, Chris? No, she, I'm, no, I'm telling you, that's why it's so good because <laughs> of what she uses. It's so good. Just what the touch she puts on it is so good. Homemade pizza, even when I make it, I like it better than a restaurant. I don't make it as good as a restaurant, but it's more of a comfort to me. Homemade pizza, the house smells like pizza. It's a good night. Pizza is my number four. All right, so it's actually funny that we're along these lines, too. So my number four, right, is if you know me, you know the size of me. This is the reason I'm the size of the, what I am now. <laughs> this is when I'm stressed out and I need to and I need to I need to stress eat or when I'm upset and I need something to make me feel better yeah, yeah, because, yeah. you know, most people cope with things. I cope with food. Who doesn't? Um, That's OK. Oh, yeah. It's better Mine, than other things. Right? It is much better than other things. Um, so, you know, happy, this is what I want. Sad, this is what I want. Okay. It is the buffalo wing. 
Wings, Whoa. wings are my comfort food, and Jules knew this. As soon as I talked about that lead up, she's gonna be like, "It's wings." Oh, I think wings are a comfort food. Wings are. It's just I don't know. I don't know why. I would absolutely count that as a comfort. I don't food know why. More than it's pizza. Just, it's one of those where it's like, I don't know if it's the whole what it like what it makes me think of because me and my dad. We would, I mean, we would kill wings. My dad would make wings all the time. So I don't know if it's me thinking of like being a kid with him and like playing sports and, and stuff like that. And I don't know if it's that or if it's just the fact that I very much like wings, but wings, number four for me. I think I cut out a little bit when you put that in, but wings, number four for me. That is an absolutely great pick. I commend that pick because that is a comfort food. I, a lot of people are going to be in the same boat as you. And it's any it's any flavor. That's, my, my that's go-to, the steal of the draft. My go-to is the regular buffalo. I'll kill regular buffalo wings. I can see them right now. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, how nice would it be to have a plate of hot, that's, a hot plate that's of what buffalo I'm talking wings about. celery and ranch for me as ranch. But like just to have that plate, not even as a game day bite, just like I need it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those where it's like, like if I'm, if I'm freaking out having a bad day super stressed out i'm texting jules and i'm like we're getting wings and she's like what do you mean i'm like we're getting wings i'm pissed off we're my, getting wings my mouse loves but we did wings yeah. we did the bubble that was up until we i don't want to say blew up but up until we kind of blew up that was that was our go that was our episode right that was number one that those recipes that i made that day that was that's what my mouse likes just on a, any given night. It doesn't have to be an occasion. It's never an occasion. No. It's like, I want wings. Those were a, I'm pretty sure those were a, uh, a pregnancy favorite, right? You liked the wings, right? During the, uh, when you're pregnant with Sabrina. Yes, she's nodding her head. Yeah. Um, and there she is uh, in her cat outfit. So wings are a good one. All right. What's your number five? All right. My number five, this is going to be a shout. Actually, you know what, Chris? Chris, why don't you go first? Why don't you give yours, and then I can segue into our segment with my number five, because I know you're not going to steal it. I can guarantee you're not going to steal it. Well, we're going to take a break after this. That's why. Just do yours. You can go do your thing, and I'll, I'll do mine. Into my into my in no particular order segment? Oh, no. Wrong segment. Oh. I was going to talk about the, the, the finishing segment. But, no, okay. just do your draft. We'll finish okay. the draft, then we'll take a break, then you can do your segue, and we can clean it up in post. Okay, we'll clean, we'll clean <laughs> it up in post now that we're pros, now that we're seasoned. Hi, baby. So what we're going to do is my number five pick. It is another holiday special. And, my you, and you said, I'm never going to take this from you, right? No. Okay. My mother, my grandmother, my aunt, my great-grandmother, she's still with us, um, they always make it. This is a holiday thing. And it is uh, it is pastizio. And what pastizio is, is it is essentially like a Greek lasagna. And it's, I've, we've talked about it on the show before. It has the noodles and the bechamel and the cheese and the ground beef and the spice. And it's just, it's to, it's, you know, it's to Italians. It's to Greeks what lasagna is to Italians. And it's holidays for me. And it's, every time I eat it, I can, it's my, my 90, six-year-old great-grandmother saying no no take some more take some more bring some home i remember she made it last time she made it she made it um by herself it was i was going to college and it was that was a fun time and i you know i moved away from the family and i was alone by my you know by myself for the first time and i had pastizio in my fridge and i had her homemade greek cookies and it was just like i was like okay this is i'm good now 
Yes, we're gonna hear about pastizio in a little bit. That's a. I could see where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah, that was that was the segue there. That's okay. That's we, all right though. We'll we'll be okay. We can figure that out. You'll yeah. you you'll put the two and two together. Yeah, you'll put right. Come on, we we don't have but, idiots listening. No, I didn't pick that because of the segue. It really is. That really is. It just kind of worked out that way. That's fantastic. But all right, Chris, take us home. You knew I wasn't gonna pick that. No, there's no way because I've never even had it. Not a chance. My number five is the classic, and I'm telling you the classic, chicken noodle soup. I'm not a chicken noodle soup. I know you're not. I know you're not. I knew you weren't going to pick it. You've yeah. told me this before. Yeah, I like it. Do you want to know what the issue for chicken noodle soup is for me? Tell me. Um, I don't like when there's raw salad. Not raw, but when there's still... I got to unplug you, Chris. Unplug me. <laughs> I don't like when there's... Oh, oh. Hold on, it's not Chris. I don't like when there's still almost raw celery in it. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. Well, you have your chicken noodle soup, and this buzzing is driving me absolutely bananas. So we'll be back yeah. with a special guest with, in no particular order, Grammy's Grinders and Bet the Rent. We'll see you in a bit. And we're back. Savvy is... Tucked neatly in her yes. in her bed, getting ready for her slumber. Not not gonna <laughs> sleep, and probably not till after we're done. Oh no! Not no that's what, that's why voices. I said that's why I said tucked away. Tucked away. We um, did the bear in the big blue house, and the and the tickle, and the happy feet, and the, <laughs> the whole thing, the whole shebang, the whole yeah, production. It's a, it is a, it's a production. It, it's a, it is, and it's cool because all of those things equal. Okay, she's going to go to bed all right now. It has to be. It's a routine. It's such a routine. I love routines. Yeah. Now let's get into our routine, and that's going to start with our favorite segment of the podcast, and that is the good, the bad, the eh. This is In No Particular Order with Mr. Chris Walker. The one and only In No Particular Order, the best In No Particular Order or segment of that of its kind. Uh, originally started in 2015 uh, by myself at WXCI um, in at Westcon Radio. So this segment has been a known entity for six uh, for eight years. Um, I've been doing in no particular orders for for parts of eight years. So yeah, if anybody has any questions before I start, uh, at ChrisJW28. Uh, on Instagram and all social medias, um, just Instagram really, uh, and also at Sports and Spaghetti Pod. Um, d- feel free to DM me if you have any questions about how this segment runs. Uh, and it goes like this: uh, I go in no particular order, and I talk about the something good that happened, something bad that happened, and something eh that happened. Okay, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be ugly. It's just eh. Um, and we're going to start there today. We're going to start with the eh today. Uh, and it's Andre Vasilevsky. Andre Vasilevsky is the eh of the week. Anthony's like, I'm waiting for him to tell me why. I pay attention to All hockey right. news. Do you want me to announce well, it? You, well, you know who doesn't, doesn't pay attention to hockey news? is my brother, the Lightning fan. <laughs> I was like, do you know what happened to Vasilevsky? He's going to be on my segment tonight. He goes, no. I said, what have you been following? What are you doing? He's having hip surgery, right? He had back surgery. Okay, I knew it was one or the other. It was a herniated disc in his back, uh, and he's out for two months. Now, sure, players all the time get injuries. Players all the time are out. 
Um, but when you lose that, he was ranked in the NHL Network poll of the top uh, the top 100 NHL players right now as number 16, and he was the top rated goalie. Igor Shesterkin got rated second highest, and Sorokin got third behind Shesterkin. For no, that is the most garbage take I've ever heard. That should be the bad, but uh, it's not. Um, but anyway, Vasilevsky, a player of that caliber, goes down. He's been that whole team for the past five seasons. He's the reason, the main reason why they went back to back. In the COVID seasons, it was not due to COVID. It was due to how good he is. Um, trust me, the Islanders lost in the conference finals to them both years. I saw all of it. I saw it all. And then I, I, I subsequently went on to cheer for them to win the cup both years. And and they did. So it, it's okay to cheer for the guy that beat you when it's the Lightning because it's my second team. Jonas Johansson is the backup goalie. Uh He's bounced around a few teams, but he's never found a home in the NHL. Um, yeah. They either have to grab somebody or pray that he's going to let them be 500 through two months. Now, and this is why I feel like the Islanders are doing it the right way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it and we'll talk a little hockey. This is why I feel like the Islanders are doing it the right way because they have their elite 1A, but they also have a damn near elite 1B. That's a very, very solid starting caliber. One big because you look at a lot of these teams yeah. and it's like oh we have Vassy or like let's look at the Rangers I mean the Rangers backup is, is quick I don't think quick can withstand a few months of a season God forbid no. God forbid Sorokin he's, goes down or not Sorokin Shosturkin he's not he he was elite in his prime nobody would take that away from Quickie yeah. uh but he's at nearing the end of his career it's the same way Flurry is yeah you know exactly had a good season but he couldn't be the starter. Exactly, exactly. So, like, if they didn't have Gus, like, let's say Gus goes down, like, do I think Flurry can be okay as a 1B? Like, I think so, yeah. but it's one of those where it's like, thank God they have a little bit of depth, whereas now you're looking and in, in Vassy's out and, and the Lightning could very quickly find themselves in a hole, and it's a lot harder to get out of holes in hockey than other sports. Absolutely. Yes, you're right. All right, let's talk about the good right now. The good next. Remember, it is in no particular order, so I don't necessarily have to say them good to bad to ugly. I mean, to good to bad to eh, I should say. Um, the good. My dad will love this when he's listening on uh, Wednesday morning. Harry Kane is the good this week. Shout out to that man. Joins a new team in the Bundesliga. That's Germany's top league uh, of soccer. I'm talking about. He's played six games with them, <laughs> eight goals, three assists. The dude is tearing it up uh, for Bayern Munich. Um, and my dad is now doing this thing where he watches. He's like really focused on Bayern Munich. So he's he's going to become a Bayern fan because of Harry Kane. But that's what a player like that does. And he has to be the good for me this week because his performance on Tottenham was the same as it is on Bayern. He is the best player in ink. Well, the best Englishman in football probably right now. I would say I, I, I could go on record saying that if that's a terrible take, let me know. But I think I know enough about soccer to say that Harry Kane is the guy right now in English football. 
No, he doesn't play for an English team right now, but he's the guy. He's him. He's him. Timothy Kane. He's Timothy Kane. And so that leads me to the bad of the week. Here's the thing. I'm not talking directly at their quarterback per se. Their quarterback was one of the bads of the week last week. But the whole team is the bad this week. And I'm talking about the Chicago Bears, man. Anthony. First of all, um, their QB who is on my bench right now in Justin Fields and put up 46 fantasy points. He was on my bench. Doesn't matter. I'm going to win my matchup this week. And C.J. Stroud and Russell Wilson both had very good days in the high 30s. So it really didn't matter. I'm really happy with the Stroud pickup. Uh, he didn't. It didn't blow up in my face. Here's the problem, though. The Bears lost to Russell Wilson and Denver. They are not a good team. No, the Bears are bad. The Bears are really bad. And Denver's bad. not a good team. Denver's bad too, and it's I don't know. As a Denver as a, just got beat 70 to 20. Listen, as a Panthers fan, I have hatred for both Sean Payton and the Broncos because obviously head coach of the Saints and they beat us in Super Bowl 50. Mm-hmm. But to see the universe kind of kind of take them both out for me at the same time, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Oh, it's a sure. wonderful thing, but let's we're not going to talk about my Panthers either because I don't think we're ever going to win again. I don't think we're going to no, win again. You might go 0-17. And the worst part is we don't have a first-round pick. The Bears have it. Right now, the Bears have pick one and two. Well, they're going to need pick one and two because they are hot garbage right now. Uh, my buddy Jack uh, Ferguson, who married Melissa and I, you met him. Um, I did. Shout out to Jack. He just got married a month ago uh, today. Congratulations to him and Kelsey. and They're a wonderful couple and great people. He's a big Bears fan, though. <laughs> Poor guy. Bears and Blackhawks. Hey, she got a ring before before the Bears did, which that's, is a that's always a good thing. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, the the Bears, man, nothing is going right for them. Um, they couldn't. If you can't beat the Broncos this season, they they might really not win a game this season. Yeah, no, it's tough. Well, they they they, they play the Panthers, so. Let's see that matchup. <laughs> that oh, that's not good. No, it's bad. That's a bad versus really bad. It's, yeah, no, um, it's not good. But anyway, there's your in no particular order. Again, if you have any questions about this segment, feel free to contact me. I've been doing it for eight years. Uh, I know how it's run. I know how to make a good one. Uh, they never miss. All right, now we're gonna get into bet the rent real that, quick. That never that has not been missing that badly lately either. Bet the rent, my college football. So I always say they're parlays. Aside from last week, I've only missed one. So I was calculating my stats, and I'm like, I think I only have like before last week, I only had like three losses. Um, so I'm, I feel like I'm significantly better at college picks than NFL. So we'll go NCAA. Now again, you could parlay this if you want. You don't have to. Where are no. we standing record wise? My parlays are one and three. They hit the first month, but last week the the first time it lost was a one one leg lost it. The second time it lost this one leg lost it, and then last last week uh, four legs missed. So last week was a tough week for your boy. After saying I was going to get surgical, I'm just I'm going to go back to what made me made me hit on week one, and it's just going with my gut right away, not overcomplicating it. So, right. So we're going to start it off, and uh, we're going to start off with the Red River rivalry. Oh, I didn't even. St- 
stumble on that hit us up if you need me to call games baby because we're we were in the booth one time and now i'm not even my stutter's gone oh, he's got all oh, oh yeah let's do it let's do it so <laughs> so happy you should have seen his face we're gonna go with the red river rivalry and uh we're gonna take texas minus six at oklahoma um these games are always close but texas is a wagon i think texas is going to be vying for that uh, national championship this year which is it's gonna be nice to see somebody other than georgia um next up we got Rutgers plus 14 at wisconsin they're getting spotted two touchdowns and rutgers has been great against the spread this year um wisconsin yeah they were ranked in the top 25 at one point they've fallen out i don't think rutgers wins this game but i definitely think they cover two touchdowns i don't think they're gonna get blown out next up we thought they were dead but <laughs> not with nick saban uh alabama minus two and a half at texas a&m texas a&m was the last big like question mark team to upset them last year it was tennessee this year it was um texas but yeah, that was a fiasco. That was a good game. The, the Tennessee, <laughs> oh, yeah. Alabama deal last oh, that was year. fun. He took the goalposts away. That was fun. That was nuts. Um, so this uh, this week I have Alabama minus two and a half at Texas A&M. Jalen Milrow, he's a playmaker. He's not a great quarterback, but he's a good playmaker. Um, next up, we're going to have uh, Colorado minus four and a half at Arizona State. Um, Colorado, they were getting beat pretty bad against USC last week until Shador Sanders decided, let's do this. And they ended up only losing, I believe it was 48, 41. Um, they're playing Arizona state who is not, they're not USC. So, um, Colorado minus four and a half. And then if you want to, I would take the over on this game. I don't know exactly what it is, but I'm just taking the over no, no matter what with, with Colorado this year. And then lastly, what I think could be the parlay buster, if you want to call it that. I have Kentucky plus 14.5 against Georgia. Kentucky, uh, they beat the Gator out of Florida last week. And that was one of the loss, uh, one of my losses on that parlay. Um, again, I don't think they're going to beat Georgia, but getting spotted two and a half t- or two touchdowns and a half a point is, uh, that's a lot. Um, I don't think Georgia is going to, ha- I think Georgia is going to beat them, just not handily. I think this could be an eight, nine point game. So, uh, if you want to parlay that together, it's going to be plus twenty four thirty five, which means ten dollars will get you two hundred forty three dollars and fifty cents. Uh, so we're taking Texas minus six at Oklahoma, Rutgers plus fourteen at Wisconsin, Alabama minus two and a half at Texas A and M, Colorado minus four and a half at Arizona State, and Kentucky plus fourteen and a half at Georgia. Now, if we move into the professional sphere here, I'm sitting at six and ten, which eh, it's all right, I guess. Um, close to 500 would be nice, but in betting, if you're 500, you're it's better than the average. Um, if you want to parlay, parlay these together, it's going to be 25 plus 2561. So a $20 bet could bring you home like 500 bucks from, for, if you put 10 on both parlay, you don't have to parlay them. There's only four picks here. Uh, we're going to start with the Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville at Buffalo which it's technically in London. I'm taking the Jacksonville money line at plus 195. The reason I say that is, yes, Buffalo just beat the absolute breaks off of Miami, but this is in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and Jacksonville is playing back-to-back games in London. Come on, you Spurs. So what that means is Jacksonville was in London last week. They played the Falcons. They beat the Falcons. And now Buffalo, after flying, I believe, from Miami to Buffalo, because I think it was in Miami, no? After you told me that Buffalo wasn't going to beat Miami. Yeah, yeah, I know. They beat the brakes off of them. But I think Jacksonville gets it done just because of the, I think it's the travel. If this was at any other location, I think Buffalo. But 
Jacksonville is going to be rested. They're not going to have to deal with that flight and the time change and that whole nightmare. So I think Jacksonville money line at plus 195. Next up, uh, Baltimore minus four and a half at Pittsburgh. Like I said, this is Monday, so these picks might change, especially with hearing the um, the the lines might change, especially with hearing the injury news with Kenny Pickett. A lot of people are thinking it's an ACL. He might be done for the season, which is not good for Pittsburgh, but is actually really good for Pittsburgh because he wasn't the answer, and they'll be in prime position to take a new quarterback. Yeah, there need to be changes there. Yeah, so uh, Baltimore minus 4.5 at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got embarrassed last week. Baltimore looked good. Next up, we have the Tennessee money line at Indy. Uh, at Indy. The Titans beat the brakes off the, the Bengals, which I knew that was going to happen. You can check the tape. I said it. Um, and for some reason, they just always handle Indianapolis. Um, that's plus 102, so that's good value as well. Yeah. Um, so More than double your yeah. money. So Titans' money line is is my pick. And then my shock here, and this is sitting at plus 130. Like I said, this is a four-leg parlay, but it could get you some, some decent money. But uh, plus 130, right? I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals money line over the Bengals. Wow. I think they're like a mosquito, man. They just they 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 don't go away. Even even they're against pesky, yeah. it, it, even against San Francisco, they hung around for a while. It was a it was a lower, you know, it was a higher scoring game and they weren't they didn't get blown out. And seeing how they've been playing, they should have beat the Giants. Yeah. They I mean, they're they're a pesky team. I think Josh Dobbs gets the job done and that opens, you know, maybe you trade Josh Dobbs, maybe you can trade Kyler Murray, but Let's be real. Let's take Jacksonville over that absolutely pathetic Bengals team because Joe Burrow got paid, disappeared. Jamar Chase showed his frustration. He said he's always effing open. Did you see that? Um, T. Higgins is most likely going to be out. Their offensive line is in shambles. Um, let's go Arizona. I got a good feeling about Arizona. So that's bet the rent. NFL picks, like I said, if you want to parlay them, it is 25 plus 2561 on the odds. We have Jacksonville money line at Buffalo in London. Baltimore minus four and a half at Pittsburgh, Tennessee money line at Indy, and Arizona money line at Cincinnati. I think those are solid. I endorsed those this week. <laughs> okay. Now I feel good. Now I feel I good. I was not liking that Dolphins pick uh, with good reason. You were vocal when you said it, and we were right. But all right. So last week we did talk some Division three football. Guess what? We're talking some Division three football this week as yes, well. Um, we'll start it off. A little bit of a spoiler here, but uh, let's let's get to our Grammys grinders. Chris, you want to take us away? Yeah. Uh, so my Grammys grinder uh, has to come from the game we called on Saturday because I got to see firsthand while I was calling the game just how improved um, of a team we had and that we were watching. Um, I was thoroughly blown away by multiple guys, but the guy that made the most of an impact for me, maybe not so much stat-wise, but a guy who really had to grind it out, and this is this is where I, I, I judge my grinder, right? It was a grinded-out performance. It was Kayon Jones. Hey, he was not the guy that thought he was going to be starting this game on game one of the season. This was John Giller's team. John Giller's down with an injury right now. Keon Jones comes in. Yes, he's spotted a 7-0 lead before he even touches the ball. But then he did some great things with the ball. 11 for 16, that's all he had to be for 154 yards passing, two touchdowns, no picks, had one 30-yard pass, spread the ball out very well, 
and just did exactly what he needed to do to get his team a huge win, a massive win for the Wolves. Um, and another reason why they were so good is Anthony. Take so, it away. So my Grammys grinder, nice segue, Chris. Thank you. My Grammys grinder is also a Westcon Wolf, and he's been a Westcon Wolf for a few years, since 2019, actually. Uh, and that is a man by the name of Chad Blasky. And Not Ch the super senior. That's the grad student. Correct. And Chad Blasky, um, you are my Grammys grinder, not only because you easily won over 200 yards. This team has been on your back for the last two seasons, let's be real. Um, but congratulations, man. You are now the leading rusher in, in Western Connecticut State University history, whether that be the Indians, whether that be the Colonials or the Wolves, Chad Blasky, you are number one. So last week he surpassed uh, our darling, everybody knows him in this area, everybody loves him, Octavius McCoy um, in, in rushing yards. And Chad Blasky, obviously it's still in progress, but he has beaten uh, Ox record of 2,513 yards. Um, uh, 233 in last game alone. Yeah. Woo! And I mean, this guy, he runs, Woo! he runs hard. He grinds every run out. We were saying it on the broadcast that even if he's getting tackled for a guy that's five, eight, five, nine, even when he's getting tackled, he's falling forward for two, three yards. I mean, the guy was averaging like nine yards, nine yards a carry. Yeah. He averaged, he averaged he, at the end of the day, he averaged 7.8 a carry. You know what I just noticed? What did you just notice? That Cameron Holmes, right? We loved watching him take that entire late game drive by himself he had 10 attempts for 74 yards when it was all said and done in the touchdown yeah he got the ball at right. the they got the ball at the 26 after the kick return and just he but, took the whole he took every ball down i mean how good it. does that look on the stat sheet he got <laughs> 10 carries he he got a quarter of the game's carries yeah. and it was on that one drive but shout a, a special honorable mention to cameron holmes there uh, I, for me at least, yeah. For that, that that was a pretty masterful rushing performance on that drive to Absol really put the game away. Absolutely. Now, if you didn't recognize any of these names, if you don't care about Western Connecticut State University, you better change your mind, okay? Because Chris and I, again, we will be in the booth next week. Um, and and guess what? You don't have to be in the area to listen to us. Uh, our our smoky sealed voices. Uh, that's what I said on the. That's what I said on the story. Yeah. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to be in the area because uh, this radio station does have a link. It does have a web link. That's right. And we will be posting that web link. So everybody that listens to sports and spaghetti, we do expect you guys to to listen to us and to get to know these guys. And it's a it's a good story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Westcon has gotten some Westcon has gotten some publicity for for broadcasters previously. But uh, I think we can. I think we can write that ship, and I do mean boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love it! I think we can write that ship, and and listen, man. It might be. This is in our opinions, but uh, we know it's D three football. But I think we put on a D one performance. Chris. I think we did. Uh, it it was nice to be back. I have to say, uh, it was a lot of fun to be back. I think that kind of shone through. Um, and I said it like 10 times during the game, but I really meant it. It was so much fun uh, to to have something official. Yeah. Like like we were part of the game. Yeah. And it felt so nice to be back in that seat. And I think we really played off of each other well. Uh, and I'm really excited. And, and I got so many reviews 
a lot of people texted me, talked to me in person, and I don't just mean my parents because they both thought it was phenomenal. Uh, but a lot of people have been texting me and they're like, I caught your broadcast. I'm like, thanks. They're like, you guys sounded amazing. And it really means a lot because we did work hard and people said it sounded like you guys really prepared. And we did. Yeah, and not to mention we had uh, we, we had a team that we studied on that came out and didn't play like the team we had been watching film on. Right. And we had to deal with a backup quarterback that we had no stats of and, yeah. and stuff like that. So it's a grind. And, you know, we did that with just our preparation. We didn't need we didn't need any any prep. We didn't no. need any grad students doing some prep for us, which I know all the big schools. That's what happens. So. That's we don't right. have any we don't have any assistance that was that was organically chris and i so and we'll be like you said we'll be back at it that's wxci slash live wxci.org slash live yeah we'll we'll put it in our instagram yep. story that morning we might do a little takeover we might see if we can find some uh we might see if we can find some alums to talk to or to to say something for the I, story i like that it, right it's 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 homecoming yeah. uh we're probably going to be there longer uh like you said mingling Perhaps, maybe, uh, maybe interview uh, a few people. Yeah, and uh, so this is what most of you people have been waiting for. If you're coming over from his feed, speaking of interviews, speaking of interviews, um, Chris and I got a chance to sit down with. Um, let's, I mean, let's call a spade here, a spade a spade here. Uh, my favorite teammate I've ever had um, when it came to college. Obviously, I was there for very briefly, but um, a former teammate of mine. Yep. And now I'd like to say a really good friend of mine, super genuine guy. Um, he'll do his interviews. Um, he was at Western Connecticut. He's a tight end. Um, but the interview with tight end Demetrios Tesmetsis is coming up. Hi, Anthony. We're here uh, with, with a friend of yours and former teammate. Would you like to announce him? Uh, yeah, sure. So we are here. Now, correct me if I've gotten your name wrong, because everybody does. We're here with former WCSU Colonial, you're never a wolf, so I'm not calling you a wolf. Yeah. Uh, WCSU Colonial tight end, uh, Demetrios Demetsis. Demetsis. Same uh, thing, I, yeah. I works. can say the real version, but I don't want to get super Greek in here. I would love um, that. Just say it. Tell him to say it. Just, just say it. Yeah. Get super Greek. Uh, Demetrios Desmetsis. That's it. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. So we're here with, uh, can we call you Demi? I've always yeah, called you Demi. Yeah, that works. Absolutely. All right. So we're here with Demi. And uh, Demi, tell, uh, tell our audience, just introduce yourself, who you are, what you do. Uh, my name is Demetrius Desmetsis. Um, I played at Westcom from 2014-2018. Uh, met Anthony playing on the football team. Um, it was a good experience all four years. Uh, after Westcom, I kind of got into the professional scene a little bit. Uh, got signed with a few teams, signed a few contracts here and there. Um, had a little minor setback last year, but now I'm back on the ropes and I have a few opportunities coming up. So tell us and tell everybody about what it's like uh, in general to play, to be a professional athlete and not just a collegiate athlete. Uh, I would say it's very similar in a way, but being a professional is, is more of an everyday job. Um, in college, I didn't really have the high work ethic or the high workload that... Uh, was kind of provided <clears throat> for all the all of like the athletes. Uh, I kind of just transformed after college mindset. Um, kind of just like turned into a man. Uh, it's an everyday job. It's an every hour job. Um, it's it's just like every other job. You gotta put in the work. You gotta have a resume. You gotta apply, and you gotta get the job. 
Um, I would say the hardest part is diet or uh, lifestyle choices of eating um, because losing weight is not good for the position that I play. So that's been always real hard for me. That and just time management. You know, I can't really train all day like I want to. <clears throat> I got to make some money, you know. So having a job eight hours and then coming home, going to the gym, coming back home, doing my stuff before bed, making food. And then it's, it's, it's really, I would say, 20 to 20 hours a day job. So, All right. Now, so coming from a small Division three college in Connecticut, you're not going to get a lot of exposure. Um, how do you think that affected you? And then what would you give to other Division three athletes? What advice would you give if they want to make it professionally? Uh, I would say it affected me because, one, no, not many guys from Westcon went to the league, so it's not very notable. Um, two, kind of, I would say it doesn't really matter where you come from. It matters if you could ball and what kind of what kind of person you are. A lot of coaches don't will not take they won't take like a, like a schlappy. Like they're not going to take a guy that's good that doesn't res have respect or have good character, you know? Because they're investing a lot of money in you. They can't just just throw all their money away to some guy that can catch the ball. He's got to be a full around professional. Um, it was definitely hard when I went to tryouts to say, oh yeah, I went to Westcon. They're like, where's that? And I'm like, it's Western Connecticut, and they're like, oh, I never even heard of that school. And I was like, yeah, I was like, well, I'm about to strap my cleats on. You can watch, you can watch where I'm from right now. So it's like I said, it's like it's not really where you where you come from. It's what you can do. Um, like I said, I wasn't that good in college, or at least I didn't think so compared to now. Um, you weren't bad. Yeah, <laughs> I've called enough games. Remember, you weren't bad. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, so it's just it was it was just kind of like what kind of work you do. Everybody can work hard. But it's what it's what work you put in. That's a great answer. Wow, I don't even <laughs> want to say anything now. Here I am. Um, so you are you're a tight end. That's your position. Yes, sir. Um, we want to know who your top three tight ends of all time are. All right. So two are real easy. One is kind of up in the air, but one is Tony Gonzalez. He was the inspiration that kind of sparked my my whole college gameplay. I kind of just looked at what, how, we, how he did things, what he did. Like, I looked at him because he was also a lighter tight end. I uh, met a coach in the XFL, and he coached Tony Gonzalez for three years when he played for the Falcons. And he said that Tony Gonzalez didn't weigh over 245 pounds, soaking wet. And he said that his blocking technique was so good that he was able to block 300-pound guys with no problem. So when I saw that, I was like, damn, I'm kind of light in the ass too. So I was like, this, how, do I, how do I make my gameplay look like his? Um, so he's been a real inspiration, a real influence for me. I would definitely say Travis Kelsey. Um, that's kind of what I've been molding my game off of recently. Um, not recently. I would say as soon as I graduated college. Kind of have the same frame, similar attributes. Um, he's a little better, a little better looking than me, though. So <laughs> that's kind of why I look up to him, too. <laughs> and he's with Taylor Swift, and you're not. Now, see, I think that's propaganda. <laughs> I think that's propaganda, and I hate Wait when people. I hate you when people. You got to talk about that. I hate what do you when mean? people go. I hate when people go. Oh, they're putting Travis Kelsey on the map. Travis Kelsey was on the map oh, way before Taylor Swift. Right? You've seen this going yeah, around. Yeah, for sure. It just doesn't make any sense. How is this like, propaganda? I'm just interested. To I, know I don't know. Think. I just feel like one look at Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend, complete opposite of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like, like outfits, lifestyle. You know, not a singer. Just. I don't know, and then now, now all of a sudden they're suddenly they're, right. One, uh, I guess another point is when did he ever put his other girlfriend on the map like he did for Taylor Swift? 
He didn't go on up. He has his podcast with his brother. He didn't go, oh, yeah, my girlfriend this, my girlfriend that. But he goes, oh, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift that. So I don't know. Oh, and I, I have mixed, I have mixed emotions about it because I don't know. This I, don't, is good. I can't see them together. <laughs> wow. And she was up in the press box. In Yelling the, and the screaming. Box with mom and everything. Oh, yeah. So that's Wow. All right. Yeah, that was number extra. two. Number so two. So number three? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just probably just going to have to go with George Kittle because of how, how much of a leader he is. Um, he's really, he really leads because he created Tight End University with um, Travis Kelsey and... TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson and Greg Olson. Yep. And I really, really love what they're doing because they're really starting to, to show tight ends some love and teaching other tight ends how to be great tight ends. And like, that's just incredible. Like, they always have wide receiver U, DBU... Oh, Lyman have their, their official get-together every year, you know, and now Titans have one too. So I really amend George Kittle for that because, one, he's a baller, and he kind of plays like kind of how I play now. He laughs and screams and, you know, like he's not very like, like deep-rooted. Like, yeah, deep, deep down definitely, but outside he kind of just lets it free. Like you see him block people and he's laughing. Yeah, it was the it was against the Falcons. Is the one I'm thinking about. He, yeah, he, just, he pancaked the <laughs> linebacker, and he's like giggling like a schoolgirl yeah. the whole time as he's driving him into the end zone. That's the best feeling, man. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm a big Kittle guy, specifically for the fact that he can just. I mean, he blocks. Like when you put him next to Trent Williams, it's just not fair. Oh yeah, it's right. not fair for sure. Um, so those are your top three. Definitely. Let me let me ask you now, uh, as Greek. a as a Greek to Greek, Greek to Greek. Top three favorite Greek foods all time. This is sports uh, and spaghetti after all. Right. Oof, oof. All right. Oh, oh, fine. You're gonna make me hungry talking about these though. So let me get prepared real quick. So top three. I don't know if I can put these in order because I would have them all in, in one meal if I had the option. <laughs> I would say pastizio. Um, has to be cooked the right way. Um, has and, to be crunchy. And for on the all top. the non-Greeks, what is that? Pastizio is it's a pasta of some sort with cream. <laughs> And I think, I'm pretty sure it's beef, no? Beef, and then on top, they kind of crisp it, and that's the best part. So I always tell the, the non-Greeks that it's kind of like a Greek uh, lasagna. Ah, yeah, yeah there you Greek go. Lasagna, uh, that's yeah. a great way to yeah. put it. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. For Greek sure, lasagna yeah. with a bechamel. That's yeah. What we oh, do. yeah, for yeah. sure. No, for sure. Yes. Now yes. you can relate, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that would probably be spanikopita, and that's spinach pie. It's basically spinach and cheese inside of, like, uh, uh, well, you couldn't. You can't really call it bread, like filo no, dough. Like filo dough. Yeah. yeah, right, right. And then uh, anything cooked with lamb, so souvlaki, gyro. Um, uh, I forgot the name of it. You, you. It's the. Uh, I'm just gonna skip. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just leave it there because, <laughs> because I had one in just Greece. The mice are not gonna be thrilled with that answer. No. The mice are our wives. Oh, okay, gotcha. Why is that? Uh, well, well, mine. Uh, <laughs> She's let's just say she's not the biggest fan of uh, of a lamb dying. Yes. Okay, gotcha. So okay. I'm, but but if it tastes good, it tastes good. So My make, gosh, I yeah. Sorry. I make lamb every Christmas I'm Eve. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make lamb every Christmas Eve. Um, mm. and we do it around Easter and everything. And I brought some for Chris and he had to like hide it from his wife. She's like, I will not let that be <laughs> No way. Like, the, 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 the Tupperware container, he had to hide it. And, like, oh, you know, man. He had to try it at my house because she wouldn't allow it in the house. You got to get the label, not lamb. <laughs> <laughs> not lamb. Yeah. Oh, All man. Right, so you, you mentioned that you were in the XFL. Um, just go, I mean, if you feel like it, go a little in depth. Um, we, have, we still have some time. Um, yeah. Go a little in depth about that whole process, the tryouts, the draft process, um, and mm. then 
what you know essentially what happened yeah uh so when i got out of college it was 2018 was my last season played 2019 i graduated uh did a few professional uh scenes uh the bsn tryout which was a good opportunity as my first professional opportunity um after that uh i kind of did the i don't know if anybody has ever heard of it but the spring league it was a two-week opportunity where people just like me uh free agents and or nfl cfl kind of People who've been there, um, you go, you get drafted, you play two games, you practice for two weeks, then you play two games straight. That opportunity got me the XFL trial because they actually paired up with the XFL and the director of player operations was, or the director of player personnel was there watching me. And he came up to me with a clipboard and was like, like, what's your name? Where are you from? This and that. Uh, I did, I did kind of get roasted a little bit. He was like, oh, I seen you, uh. You celebrated by dunking on the goalpost. He's like, I'm surprised you got up there with those small calves. And I was like, and I was like, wow. I was like, all right. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have to prove to you that that these small calves can run. <laughs> I didn't think they were small. I don't know. Maybe he was just busting my chops. But that opportunity gave me uh, the XFL tryout just right there and then. Um, he kind of told me that to keep my phone open, kind of that I'm on the radar now. And I had a really good first game. I had uh, four catches for 96 yards and two touchdowns. Um, which was like a really standout game for me, like in the whole league as well. That was in the beginning of 2019, uh, the end of 2019, right before COVID, um, like December. I think pretty. I think COVID was 2020 March, right? Yeah. yeah. So went to minicamp with them. Uh, got picked up in the supplemental draft, which is like the draft after the draft. It's kind of like giving giving guys an opportunity to show in training camp. Um, because I didn't really have much film from college, didn't really have much. All I had was the spring league film, and that's kind of what got me the tryout. Um, and then training camp was good. They worked us really hard. Uh, I thought I was getting better each day, kind of took my time as an underdog to stay after practice for, every, for an hour every day, stay in the weight room, make sure that I was always the last guy to leave, first guy to show up. Just like coming from a small school, you, 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 you have to do the extra stuff. You don't have to. You get to do the extra stuff. Like, and someone that's from anywhere can, can not do the extra stuff and, and get by, but once you do and you, and you really show out to, to be the person that you want to be, like if you really want to be that professional and I, coming from a small school, you got to put the extra work in. I, like, I had a chip on my shoulder the whole time. Like, guys were asking me where I'm from, and I had no idea. And they're like, oh, yeah, I played at Alabama four years, four-year starter. And I was like, nice. I was like, I'm going to catch this ball over you in practice, and which I did a few times. So... It's like, like I said, it like doesn't, doesn't really matter where you come from. Um, then I went to training camp, did decently well. Towards the end, I kind of had a few, few flaws here and there. Uh, got cut right before the first game. Uh, they, took a they took some really good guys over me. Um, but you know what? I kind of made it, made it everything. I was asking coaches for information. I was asking players for information. I was just picking anybody's brain possible. And, and after leaving the XFL, I think that's where I, like, like grew to my next kind of next level of professional athlete. Um, just the knowledge that I got from a really good coach that I really uh, am kind of close with today, Coach Bob Saunders. Um, I've seen him in two opportunities, and he always was willing to take the extra hour with me for film. We'd be there for four hours, and he like, he's like, you know what, you want to stay an extra hour? And I was like, absolutely. So just kind of putting that extra work. And then after that, kind of took everything I learned and just, just went, went back to the grind. Awesome, man. We appreciate that. And then lastly, before we get you out of here, um, what was your favorite WestCon memory? Oh, man, I could tell you a few, but the, my favorite was probably 
<laughs> I'm going to shoot a name too. The first one was my first ever touchdown thrown by Will Arndt, uh, right in this side of the end zone, right towards our hill, uh, on a guy from Masters Maritime that was in my head all day, literally meaning by physically in my head and mentally in my head. He was the outside linebacker, and every time I would go to kick block, he would put his head down, crown of his head, in, into my face mask. Every single time. I was fed up. I told coach, I was like, what do I do? He's like, cut him. I tried, he jumps over me. He's like, put your head down. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> so I kind of just, I was fed up. And then once I caught the touchdown over him, I looked at him and I just, I just, I was just excited, you know? The other, the other memory was in that side of the end zone where, uh, I guess the flags are where Johnny Medina scored his touchdown. That was off the left I tackle was, screen. I was gonna, we, we talked about Man. that last, like, I oh last week goodness. or two weeks ago. Yeah, last week we you know what's, what's really funny about that game? I remember calling that. I really? <laughs> you didn't was, expect that, did you? No, we practiced no. it all week. I was like, no way he's going to call it. He called it. I was like, let's go. <laughs> I, was on my, I was on my official visit. Coach Owens at the time was the O-line coach. He invited me to come down. And then, I mean, if you're – an offensive lineman and you go to a school and you see a big man catch a touchdown, man. you're going to that school. Absolutely. I don't care what happened. Right. I don't care what <laughs> happened. That, that's one of my favorite calls. That really? Like, I don't remember too many like specific calls, especially since it was so long ago and now I've got a lot more to worry about right. than this. Um, that is probably the thing that sticks out the most. Besides doing the games up here while Melissa and Jules were cheering down there and having that be cool. Like, yeah. Because after I graduated, my wife uh, and Jules were still uh, cheering. Okay. Because they were still going here. Gotcha. But besides that, that touchdown catch was one of my favorite things ever. Man. Right down there in right, the corner. Right yes, there. Yes. We got a flag right after for too many people approaching the field. So <laughs> worth it. So worth it. I think awesome. we had like 40 guys in the end zone. No joke. It was outstanding. It was insane. I couldn't believe it. I love it. Yeah, for sure. All right, awesome. So uh, thank you again, man. I do have to say, let me give you, let me give you your flowers while we're here. Uh, I told you before, before we were on the air, uh, you're the most genuine guy I've ever met at WestCon. Uh, it is a great interview. Most genuine guy I've ever met at WestCon. Um, you were a junior when I was a freshman. I came in camp, blew out my knee, and uh, you were there for me every step of the way. Literally from, from the second I left the trainer's office, it was, do you need anything? And and uh, thank you for that. So I've always, I've always remembered that. And that's why you were the first person I hit up to see if you were coming back at all, which, uh, which we appreciate. But uh, we're wrapping it up. This was a great interview. Uh, anything you want to plug, any of your business endeavors, any of your, anything like that, plug it now. Um, well, I definitely want to start with, uh, I really appreciate that. Um, it was, I've been injured. I've been hurt. I've been down. I uh, always wished and hope that someone would do the same for me that I, would, that I was kind of doing the same for other people. So it's kind of just a give and take. And you were always cool. You were always genuine. You were always like, I think. Is it also, yeah, incredibly yeah, genuine. Yeah, person. for sure. I think the way we it's met was just, fake. it was random just one day. And you were, we just talked for like, I don't know, I think we were in the calf. We talked for like a few hours. And then it was just like, you know, we were cool right there. And then, so when I saw that, I felt so bad. I was like, damn, I have to be able, I have to be there like for everybody. But like, he needs it, he needs it the most, you know. It felt like, I felt that. <clears throat> When, when people are genuine and good-hearted are the people who kind of receive the most gratitude um, and give the most gratitude. Obviously, giving becomes giving is first before receiving. Um, so, yeah, that was just a, a pleasure in my mind. Um, I do own a business, uh, Make a Difference, Skills Training and Mentorship. Uh, I've been training football athletes for about two years now, ages 
eight to however old that I can, my knowledge can coach you. Um, I've been doing that for a little bit. I really enjoy the process of it. It kind of made me a better athlete and a better man in, in my, like in itself. Um, and that's about it. I really appreciate your guys' time. Yeah, man. Any, uh, any socials you want to plug? Your own, your businesses? Uh, yeah. So my Instagram, my personal Instagram is at Demetrius, two S's underscore. I'll spell that for you because it's a mouthful. <laughs> D-I-M-I-T-R-I-O-S-S underscore. Uh, and then my business Instagram is at madskills underscore FB. But the mad is M period A period D period. Skills underscore FB. Thank Appreciate you so that, much. guys. And thank for you. Sure. Thank you, Demi, for this interview. Uh, and yeah, I guess we got to close this with a stay full, right? Absolutely. As always, stay full. Stay full.